Hello, everybody, and welcome to Into the Smowdown Galaxy. I am one of your hosts, Dion McKegg, and joining me, as always, he is the Christian Harloff to my Mark Ellis. He is Luke Stuttered. Luke, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Had some great matches. Got to be a little artsy this weekend, so I'm guessing anyone looking at the Twitter got to see all my contributions to the Schmodown universe. I enjoy making stuff, so that's why you get to see all my lovely artwork all weekend and photography and all the stuff. That's right. This weekend was a big weekend, not just for us and the interactions that we've been able to have with other Schmodown competitors and other Schmodown fans like ourselves, but also the Schmodown had their first major event, the first Schmodown throwdown, which with the double main event of Laura Kelly versus Molly Damon for the number one contendership for the Star Wars Championship and for the Inner Geekdom Championship match, Chandru Dandapani versus Mara Kanopic. But we'll be getting into a recap of that event later on in the show. Instead, we're going to start like we start every show with Rookie of the Week, where we look at the entire rookie roster and we talk about one rookie from that roster. So, Luke, pull up that graphic. All right. Mainly because I was running out of air and I need to take a drink of water. It's because you talk too much. I know. And so here we are, everybody. Here are the rookies. Let's talk about the rookies we've spoken about already. First, we started off with Jacoby Bancroft. Then we started with Amaru Moses. And today, we're going to be talking about one of the original online Trivia League competitors. We are talking about none other than Jacob Blunden. Now, to give a quick history on who Jacob Blunden is, he started all the way back in the original fan league named the Fan Movie Trivia Schmodown. That was the original title before they rebranded themselves to Worldwide Movie Trivia. Now, he wasn't their first champion. However, he was one of the best players that they had. He would later go on to become the second singles champion and go on to defend the title. In the first, in that championship match where he won the title, it was that champion's, I believe, second defense as well. However, I'd have to look it up. It's been four years, almost five, since those matches were put up on the Take 3 Productions channel. If you want to go watch those matches, I do recommend going to Take 3. You'll see some of the OG online Trivia League matches. Now, after that, he had after he defended the title, he had to vacate it because that was around the time when they were rebranding to Worldwide Movie Trivia. That's when a few mergers were happening. There were Worldwide Movie Trivia was merging with an organization called There Will Be Trivia and the current organization known as Full Metal Trivia. They sort of merged together and made their own large league, which is now only down to the Full Metal Trivia and Jacob had to vacate the singles title. And when he re-debuted in Worldwide Movie Trivia after the rebranding, his first match back was actually against me in a singles match. He, however, won the match. I unfortunately lost that match. And he would go on to compete in round one of the new singles title match, which he lost in round one against Jeremy Adams, who I believe Jeremy Adams, if he's watching after... You share this, Luke, and when I share this, if he watches this, 
he can correct me on if he is still a question writer on the Schmodown. Like, Jacob London has done a lot. However, that match against Jeremy that he lost was his last match that I could find on the online trivia leagues. So he may be a little rusty, but when it comes to rust, we really have to ignore it because, if anything, one of the competitors that we're going to be talking about later on in the show has proven that ring rust really doesn't exist if you're a great competitor. And so, Jacob London, we acknowledge you this week as our Rookie of the Week. Thank you so much, Jacob London, for being a rookie in the movie Trivia Snowdown. And now we go over to Luke for Faction of the Week. Luke, who's the faction we're talking about? The faction of today is the dungeon. Let me pull them up real quick. Boom, right there. Yeah, they, they are one of my favorite factions this year. I'm actually so excited. I think Kaiser has improved since last season because last season he went heavy for inner geekdom and not really much for singles and teams. So I feel like this season he's very much rounded himself out more because he has inner geekdom players, he has Star Wars players, but he also has a lot of strong singles players. And when I mean strong, I mean strong singles oh, yeah. players. Well, I do want to state this before we really start diving into the factions. I want to make a call out to Kevin Smets, who is an honorary dungeon head. I... Uh, Smash cancer, buddy. Smash cancer. All right. Smash it all. The first person we talked about is Robert Parker, the inspiration on the inner geekdom that everyone was so excited about last year, but I'm more excited about him this year. What are you thinking about him? I was very excited for him being an inner geekdom last year. As someone that had played against him and knowing how good he was, I was very much looking forward to him taking the inner geekdom championship that season but since he had a few he had a misstep that he was unable to really pick himself up afterwards but this season i can already guarantee he is he's got revenge he's ready for more he's ready to get back into the inner geekdom ring and play for that inner geekdom title though mara has it his fellow faction mate has it i feel like we could see a mara versus robert now, the next person to talk about on this list is Dangerous Dan Merle. Can we just change his nickname? He's not Dangerous Dan Merle anymore. He's the GOAT Dan Merle. <laughs> I'm not going to fully disagree with you there. Dan, to me, is one of my favorite players to watch. Um, I like the fact his he's not really focused on the character. He's focused on the trivia. Yeah. And he's one of the nicest guys that you'll ever meet. Uh, you can just tell everyone loves Dan. You don't see people who just dislike Dan. Uh, he doesn't really make enemies. He's just good. He's he's good. Um, he honestly does remind me of the Coyote that we talked about mm -hmm. some. Um, they kind of have that same type of personality where they're just good. Um, I just think Dan's going to be interesting this year. I'm excited to see him on teams, especially with this next player we're about to talk about, Ben the Boss Face Bateman. Oh, Ben Bateman. A man who, when he debuted, he was one of the greatest heels in oh, team yeah. action. And now he's one of, in my opinion, one of the best faces in the Schmodown. He, he has been able to make his 
heel to face turn feel natural and it makes sense. And out of all the people in the Finstock exchange last year, when people were like saying like, Oh, Finstock saying exchange is going to implode. And out of all the people, I thought he was going to be the one that made the big heel turn, but he didn't. He, he well, stayed no, face. No, and I was no, like, no, oh. no, he, uh, uh, I'm going to, uh, prove you wrong on this one he did go heel at the end of of the season because he went against um um riley he's going heel this season it's not just uh he's no longer just a face this season i feel he's going leaning more towards heel he's he wants to win that's all he wants to do this year he wants to win and so i don't think you're going to see as much of the theatrics i think you're going to see someone who is I'm just winning and I think he's going to make a very dangerous player. I think he'll be an interesting teammate for Dan. I hope they work together. I'm afraid they might butt heads just because they're both that good. I don't think Dan and Ben are going to be team the team because Christian has said that he doesn't want super teams this year. So I think they may team Dan up with someone else and Ben with someone else. Oh, no, 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 no. Why in the world? Yes, um, Christian has stated that, but it was also the draft. And who in the world on on this team would you put with Dan or with Ben? I mean, I could see Whitey with or Whitney with someone. Yeah, but I'm saying Whitney with Drew, uh, video Drew. You don't put, you don't then again, put Ben. Again, with, we don't know about John Flickinger or Chris Van Fleet. We don't know about them either. No, but it, it's almost obvious. And they've set, stated a few times they're going to be a team. And all the mm. after shows, everything they've talked about, they will be a team. If they're not, then, then. Christian shows his hand sometimes, but sometimes the players pick more than what Christian even wants. Yeah. Um, that like if Christian truly wanted to, he could have stopped Kaiser from drafting both of them. But that's the plan was drafting both of these guys to be a team. That's why they did it. There's no other conversations there. That's why the dungeon did half of the stuff they did was without Christian <laughs> talking to <laughs> him. <laughs> Next on the list is Mara Kanopic. The reigning two-time inner geekdom champion of the world. I know we just spoiled our recap, but we just needed I just needed to go ahead and mention that. Well, we'll go ahead and dive into her after this next section. But next is someone who I thought did very well this past weekend. I hate she lost, but Molly Damon. Yeah, she was our pick to win against Laura Kelly. And it sucks to see her lose, but we can all guarantee that she's going to come back stronger in the Star Wars division. Hey, she's good. She's really good. Um, mm-hmm. I like Molly a lot. I think she's going to be interesting. All right. Next on the list is one of my most interesting players to watch. And the I, most theatrical player oh, that I've ever it. seen. But she's good. That's mm-hmm. the thing. I think I think people under I think they underestimate her because they kind of consider her kind of like a um Stacy Howard. 
Yeah. I'm like, a, oh, she's just coming in. She's not putting in the work as much. Uh, she's more of a B player. No, I think Theo Drew is a person who is getting better every time she plays. And she's no longer, I think Tom stole her spotlight so many times. I yeah. think Theo Drew is finding her own. And she's the most fun person in the movie trivia showdown. I love just watching her play the theatrics. Honestly, I think she's going to be one to watch this year. Honestly, I think she'll be great this year. I am remember interested. Video remember video drew is one word. Yeah, video drew. Sorry, sorry. Please don't come after me and, and bury me somewhere and Please, please, I, I apologize, Video Drew. Please don't kill me. I'm so sorry. She knows where you live. <sighs> All right. And the next is Whitney Seibold. A great when... competitor who I don't believe has ever actually truly had a chance to shine, except when he was with William Bibiani. So That's... I, I think this could be the season where he starts to shine a little bit on oh, his own man. without William. Well, that's why I'm thinking uh, Whitney Seibold and Video Drew together. They that's, fit. That's, yeah. It just works. I mean, uh, they've got that characteristic where she can do her uh, theatrics. W Whitney Seibold really likes the theatrics, but he's also a brain. I mean, he's just yeah. that intelligent. Um, my One of my favorite entrances is when him and Bibbs did the Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yeah. It's one of cool. my favorite entrances ever. And I loved it. When it when I first saw it happen, I was like, wait, is this a thing? Are they doing this? And it was amazing. <laughs> Whitney knows how to do the theatrics and do the trivia. And I think with the oh, text message, we'll ignore it. Um, with the dungeon, he's going to have a great time. Oh yeah. All right. Next one. We'll we'll just kind of cover this one quick quick because Chris Jericho, he's on the team. I don't think he's gonna play for I, the dungeon. I believe he is the most controversial pick that the dungeon has. He is the pick that I would honestly say is the dungeon's biggest misstep when it oh, come yeah. when it came to the draft. He shouldn't have been drafted to the dungeon. Kaiser should not have drafted Chris Jericho because it was sort of, oh, we know what's going to happen. Chris Jericho is not going to play. And we're currently seeing that right now with Laura Kelly, what her interaction is with Winston. So if Chris Jericho does play, we may see that with Kaiser. No, no, I just don't think he's going to play. There's, there's a difference there. Laura Kelly's is a character is a character. She's going mm -hmm. off character. Chris Jer Jericho just doesn't want to play for anyone but Roxy. That's not character. That's just him. Hey, but look, I trust that Y2J can work with it i honestly do i i trust y2j christian well, all right next is at adam witt uh he's gonna be interesting for star wars uh, yes. last year he was i think the why you get wit on your team is not just as a player though the study habits the managerialness mm. of him last year he was actually a pretty good manager instead um for one of the matches that kaiser was supposed to be in so i believe after hearing that, Adam Witt is going to be, he's hes the good, strong, if Kaiser can't manage, Adam's going to be put in as the manager. Because not only that, you have Ben who could be put in as the manager as well, but you but having Adam, Ben, and Kaiser, three people who can manage, that would be oh, yeah. great. That's a great asset. And also, 
for Molly having Mara and Robert because though Robert doesn't play Star Wars, Star Wars is in a geekdom and can help. And having Adam there, like all four of them working together in Star Wars and studying is like very smart. And it's going to work out for Adam in the end. All right. Next is John Huey. I don't know John Huey. I don't know much on him. I hope he does. I think he's a, I think he's a rookie this year. Um, I believe so as well. We'd have to check a rookie board. Well, I think it'll be interesting. I'm excited to see what he does. Same as uh, jo- John uh, Flickinger and Chris Chris Van Fleet. Thank you. I know. I know the last two. John Flickinger is a movie reviewer. He was like doing movie reviews around the time when Christian and Mark started. When Jeremy John started, like he's been in the movie sphere for a long time i can't remember what his youtube channel is i'm sorry john but he's been doing the movie review thing for a long time and he's someone that i'm very much looking forward to i want to see if his movie reviewing ability can work with his movie trivia knowledge and that goes the same with chris van fleet who is very notably a interviewer of wrestlers like if you go on his youtube channel believe it's Chris Van Fleet. I think that's his YouTube channel. He interviews a lot of wrestlers from AEW, from WWE. Like he knows the wrestling sphere. And I think he currently works for AEW as a backstage mm-hmm. interviewer. If I'm wrong, he can like correct me, but I feel like that's where it is. But Chris Van Fleet has a lot of wrestling knowledge and I feel like he could bring that to like the personality and stuff like that to the showdown. I don't know about his movie trivia. It's like when you see Jericho and Kevin, it's like when you see Chris Jericho come in and you're like, Oh, I know him as a wrestler and as a personality, I don't know him as his, I don't know his knowledge. So that's sort of the thing with Chris Van Fleet right now. I know him as a wrestling wrestler interviewer. I know him as a backstage interviewer. Don't know your knowledge. (laughs) Well, before we go on to our next section, I do want to say John Flickinger's, uh, picture is a little creepy because i can tell it was not just a picture of him there was someone mm-hmm. else in this picture and there's literally a hand on yeah his shoulder that john, has no body to it yeah john flickinger has has got the good games he's got he got muscles <laughs> no i'm literally there's a hand on his shoulder oh, right now with no i hand. know i'm just saying we can make the joke of he just ripped that hand off of someone because of his games uh, okay 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 all right so the next section, which is new because we have not had any matches this week, we will be talking about the the player of the week. Dum dum dum. And as you can probably see, everybody, it's right there on your screen because the player of the week this week is Mara Kanopic because of her outstanding match against Chandru oh. at the Smowdown Throwdown for the Inagitum Championship and for simply winning the inner geekdom championship for a second time when a lot of people were putting on her all the ring rush and saying like ring rush like oh you need to account for ring rush from our like non-existent Mm -hmm. she was able to go in and play like she just like it's it's as if she had her last match and this is a week later her playing again i'm going to make a prediction I think she is going to be to be she is going to become as dominant in the inner geekdom as Alex Damon. I am Ooh. going to say that today. I might I be can... wrong, but I think she is going 
the way that that she played on Saturday or Friday night, the way that she handled the new wheel slices, the new questions. I am going to go on record to say I believe she is going to become as dominant as Alex Damon, and I do not believe that she will lose the Inner Geekdom belt in 2021. Uh, that's a very bold prediction. Very, it's, very bold. It's because, very bold. Because I agree with you to an extent. I still think she's going to be the dom- most dominant player of the season. And I'm going to believe that she's going to, because I don't know how many title defenses are going to be for the Inner Geekdom this season. Because just, you don't know. Because the title has only been defended three times. Hector Navarro defended it, Jason Inman defended it, and Chandra defended it. Mark and Opix mm-hmm. up next. If To me, if she's able to defend it twice, I'll be like, okay, she's the most dominant IG player. But she... I don't know if I would go as far as to say that she's going to keep that... She's not going to lose the title this year. I wouldn't go as that far. I I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm leaning towards it. I, think- I mean, Mark and Opic is honestly one of the best IG players around and if she doesn't lose the title this year i won't be surprised i'm just saying that we need to temper maybe expect temper the expectations a little bit (laughs) i think i am going to state it because i want to be the first one to say it before the year even starts mark and will keep the inner geekdom belt all year long and if not she will be the champion by the end of this year all right. All right. That's a bold prediction. And I can agree with some of it. I can disagree with some of it. But again, bold prediction. I'm looking forward to it. All right. I'm looking forward so our, to seeing what Mara does for the rest of the season. All right. Our next section is the rule of the week. Yes. The rule of the week where Luke and I alternate back to back different. You, you know what I'm trying to say? Each week, I, he chooses one, I choose one, he chooses one, I choose one. This week was my turn. And the rule that I decided to pick this week, Luke, you're going to have to read it after I state it, is the David O. Russell rule. Luke, what is the David O. Russell rule? Punctuation is considered irrelevant when spelling the titles of films or names of performers and creatives. Any punctuation mark is ignored when declaring a written answer. For instance... Both David O. Russell and David O. Russell are considered correct. Now, why did I decide to make this the rule of the week? I decided to make it the rule of the week because I believe this is going to be a major rule that's going to be affecting a lot of matches in the future. Like It affected the match between Founding Fathers and Corruption the very first time because that's where the David O. Russell rule came around because it made Roka very, very upset and about all of that David O. Russell stuff. And it made the fans very upset because they would later go on and say, well, Chance misspelled David O. Russell. He didn't write David O. Russell. He wrote David O. Apostrophe Russell. And that was a major point of contention, whether corruption should have gotten the point or not for that match and which ultimately won them the match. So I believe this is going to be a major role that everyone needs to pay attention to if any abbreviate, if any spelling or any grammar thing comes into play and people start 
getting upset and arguing over, oh, they shouldn't have got the point because you didn't write it correctly. It's like, no, according to the rule, according to the David L. Russell rule, that is legal. They are able to accidentally misspell it and get the point right because they still had it correct. It's sort of, I almost want to call it as well the Geppetto rule. But then again, I don't know if JTE got the question right with Geppetto. I just know he horribly misspelled Geppetto. <laughs> so well, what are your thoughts you on had... the David? What are your thoughts on the David O'Russell rule? I think it was it's a smart it's smart. I actually do think it's very smart for them to do that. It keeps people from they wanted this year to have less challenges. And I don't blame them. I mean it last season for season seven half the games were challenges and it wasn't a bad thing. It made things interesting, but they really want to try and get away from the challenges. And so when they do this, it keeps the game flowing and you don't have the just petty challenges. You're still going to have a few challenges this season, but I don't think you're going to have anywhere close to what season seven was because they really started the challenge a lot more last season. So I think it's smart. I'm curious to see how the season goes because of it, but I, it's it's simple to me. It, it really makes sense. It it makes it more competitive in a way. So it's like you know, let's give people. It's kind of the benefit of the doubt rule, sorta. Of. Mm-hmm. So I don't blame them. I don't blame them at all. I, I actually really like this rule. Yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was the rule of the week, the David O. Russell rule. Now, Luke, stop sharing your screen so we can talk about something that I want to shout out first class league the league that brad gilmore is running the first class league they are officially sending out their invites for this upcoming for their upcoming season on twitch for their beginnings and so i wanted to point out to everyone out there if you believe that you will be receiving an email for first class you better go out there you better check your emails right now you better check to see if you have been invited to first class league nice i also want to shout out the patreon we at at galaxy geeks are now both um subscribed to the movie trivia schmodown patreon for the ten dollar tier if you can subscribe to it please do if you can afford it it's worth it the ten dollar tier is so worth it i love being able to watch watch it weekly we are not being paid to say this. I just really enjoy it. I really do. It's so much worth the money. All right. Now and for the final, for the final plug, I'm sorry. I want to get this one final plug out there. As you all know, I am a part of the online trivia leagues. And recently, Full Metal Trivia has released the Full Metal Geek match in their geek division, which I am a part of. I am in this Full Metal Geek match against my competitor, Ryan Payne. It is a great match. If you want to see me play trivia, go over to Full Metal Trivia, watch Full Metal Geeks, and then you can see myself play trivia. I'm going to try to get Luke to start playing trivia, but we're going to we're just going to try, ladies and gentlemen. I was going to let him know if you want to see me play trivia, have a good night's sleep because it's only happening in your <laughs> dreams. Yeah. So now we're going to go over the predictions of week one of the Schmodown. The Schmodown officially starts its first full week this week. No, not this week, next week. Wait, or is it? The, no, it's next week. It's next week. It starts next okay. week. Okay. 
We're going to go ahead and do our predictions for those we- for that week. That way we can sort of get ahead of the curve and we can be like, okay, actually, yes, this is what we're going to do. I'm dropping everything on the fly. This week, we're going to talk about the regular matches, but next week, we're going to do our predictions for the pay-per-view. So next week, if you want to hear our predictions for Smowdown versus, which will be Dan Murrow versus Jeff Snyder for the number one contenders singles championship match, you can tune in next week and we'll give our prediction predictions on who we think Dan or Jeff. But this week, right now, we're going to be talking about the regular matches that are coming out on March. Looking in the calendar book. March 3rd, March 4th. March 3rd through the 5th. Yes. And the first match we have is a debuting match for the Inner Geekdom. It is Amaru Moses with the usual suspects versus Jesse Swift for the Quirky Mercs. So, Luke. We'll move quickly through these since we kind of spoke on these a little bit last week. Eileen, I am not for sure on Amaru Moses versus Jesse Swift. I think they're both going to be good. After you talking about it, um, um, about Amaru Moses last week, I think it'll be interesting for Jesse Swift. We'll see what happens. Um, let's let's move on to the next next match. Well, I had a prediction. The... I was I was okay. predicting Amaru winning. Okay, all right. Then we'll go with Amaru. All right, there we who go. Between uh, Mary Wilson and Sean Sullivan. Marie Our Wilson horse. debuting for the usual suspect and Sean Sullivan one and one for the corruption. So it's a debut match for Marie, not so much a debut for Sean. I think. The winner of that match, because they haven't had to debut, because they already have experience, I think Sean Sullivan is going to come out with the win because he has corruption. Corruption is going to be backing him up 100%. And he has experience in the league. He has experience with the format. And so I believe he has the edge against Marie. Nothing against Marie, but he has the edge. I'm not going to disagree with you. All right, let's go with the next one with the Mancuso. And Marisol McKee. My, oh man, this is the big oh, one. This is so the good. one. This is the main undercard before the the pay per view. So, Vinny, who is with Swag, I swag. believe. Yes, yes. It's Swag. It's Swag. Vinny with Swag, and Marisol with Corruption. Okay. Hmm. I. Hmm. I don't know because they both need this win. <laughs> I'm going and, towards uh, Marisol. I think Marisol. Yeah is and i think i like Vinny a lot i think marisol is just a really really good player i have to i have to agree with you on that because the way swag is sort of happening right now it's sort of little turmoil in the faction right now and i think marisol has a stronger connection with corruption i feel like that her partner adam collins is going to make sure that she can be as great as she can be. And plus, you have Shannon and Mike, you have Chance. Everyone's going to make sure that she's a number one player. And I think everything, nothing against anyone on swag, but with all the turmoil that's happening in swag right now, I have to lean towards corruption. I agree. All right. Let's go ahead and uh, we don't have too much longer. Let's go ahead and recap a little bit of the past weekend our thoughts on the final match. And actually we can talk a little bit more in depth on the swag situation. I wanted to share these two images before we start our conversation, just because I'm pretty proud of them. Doing this is the, um, 
the I just realized something, Luke. You misspelled Smodown. I did, didn't I? Oh well. Yeah, was... there's no M. Well, I didn't double check, but they turned out looking good. Um I'm this a was our more prediction. Proud of, I'm a little bit more proud on the Molly Damon one versus um the Mara one. Mara one. Because I, I just thought Molly's looked really cool. Yeah, um, we're. I'm very proud of you. We're all very proud of you for these images. You very much wanted to show off who we believed were going to win. Unfortunately, for the Mo- Molly Damon versus Laura Kelly, Molly did not win. She will not be competing for the Star Wars Championship. But with Laura Kelly winning, there's a lot of strife in the inside of swag because if you saw the match everybody laura kelly was repping corruption you can tell that she wanted to be with corruption and i think that very much fueled her to this victory molly great game for molly again you're gonna have to speak more on this i'm gonna have to catch up but molly went not winning is very sad for me because I was really hoping for her to win and I really wanted a Damon versus Damon which this leads into my prediction for last week that we had since it was Laura that won I still predict that that title match that we're going to have between Alex and Andrew is going to now be turned into a triple threat match with Laura Kelly so it is going to be in my opinion it's going to be we're going to see Alex versus Andrew versus Laura Kelly in a triple threat match for the Star Wars title I agree 100% on that. I, I really think you'll be a triple threat. Um, I like, I actually uh, think the Laura Kelly, I think she's going to do great with swag because she's mm-hmm. going to be the Darth Vader to swags Palpatine Winston. I don't, I don't see Winston as a Palpatine. I see him more as maybe a Qui-Gon Jinn. Uh, no, because uh, you got Laura Kelly, who is the dark side. Um, I know, I but, see- but Winston isn't. No one, really the only person that was on the dark side prior to Laura Kelly was Chandru. Yeah. So well, let's let's really dive into the main match, the one that ooh. I was able to really dive into, the one I, I loved this match. This is it my- was intense. Intergeekdom's my favorite division, and hearing that it was a very close game all the way down to the final quest, like, because you were, like, texting me during the entire match, and you were saying, oh, they're down to their last questions. I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. (laughs) I agree. I I felt the match was awesome. (laughs) Yeah, and you said, like, some of the questions were a little bit harder, and I wanted to hear one. I was like, oh, what was one of the harder questions? And you sent me the Loki and Odin one. I was like, that's not a hard question. It's well, under the mask. Well, but the thing is, I think uh, something with Intergeekdom, they're going to start diving into questions that uh, you've kind of had in the past. Kind of more True. of those in-depth, because not just with, MCU movies. Yeah, when I was, there are some divisions I was a part of where the questions that we had were very in-depth, like, some questions that I would consider a whole lot harder than some of the inner geekdom questions had. And seeing that inner geekdom may have to go to that well now, it's very interesting because I, I want to see how deep they can go. And 
And again, hearing Mara winning and Chandru losing, that made me happy because I wanted Chandru to lose. Not because I wanted Mara to win. I wanted her to win, but I wanted Chandru to lose first. <laughs> well, something I'm a little confused about. I, I really am because I don't know the storyline that's happening here with Chandru and Winston. Chandra was an absolute jerk to Winston, and I don't think it was warranted. Mm-hmm. Um, I, well, there was a rumor that I was reading on the Schmodown page that dealt with Winston having a new job, and that new job may have to have Winston go away from the Schmodown. So that yes, someone... that, that is a true statement. He has started a new job. Um, I've been able to watch a couple of things. Mm-hmm. But he's still trying to be at the match. He's still trying to be there for his players. I yeah. think Chandru, I, I don't know if it was all character on this one or if it was a, a little bit of passion because he, he was a little upset. Yeah. So it's it could it could have been passion because there have been a few times when, again, from prior knowledge for me, like when I've been in matches and I've lost and I was just so upset at the person who was in my corner because I was, I lost and I was just very, very mad. And then right afterwards I would send them a message telling them that I'm like, Hey, I'm sorry. I was just very upset and very passionate what that happened. So that might've been what happened with Chandru, but it yeah, was like same- that, that way, the whole match. I mean, the whole match, it was a jerk to Winston. I mean, so that Winston- could just be, that could know. honestly be um, story based, like something to do with Chandra's character. And again, if it's something where Winston has to leave the Schmodown, this could be a direction that they're going. Mm. Having all of his, the way we'll know is oh. if is if Paul and Lon, like final exam, if they the the major faces of their team. And again, I'm basing it off of other people who have stated this. That if they start turning against Winston, that's when we'll notice if it really is like a story thing to like a story reason to try to get Winston out of swag and get a new manager in swag. Honestly, wow, that that I didn't think about that. That could be where it's leading. I hope not. I like Winston actually for swag, but with yeah. his job. And, al- I, I could and also it. it's it's sad if they were to go in that direction, because, again, you. You have Winston as the manager, and you he makes a big ordeal about putting Zipper into his yeah. faction, saying like, oh, world's finest need to reunite. And then it goes on to where they have to phase Winston out because of like real things that are happening in his life, real great things that are happening in his life that we won't truly see the actual story between Winston and Eric. So it's it's interesting. Unless Eric becomes the manager. But I want to see Eric compete. I do and too. If Eric, I just... And if Eric is the manager, meaning he won't be able to compete, that means they have a slot open. Yeah. I've heard theories <sighs> well, saying that it may be Jay that may come back and be the manager because it was originally nah, supposed to be. Um, Jay's a little too busy right now. He's dealing with wrestling and he's very busy mm. at the moment. I don't see Jay. I'm not for sure, honestly. Um, I think it will be seeing as throughout the year. We'll see what happens. So but- if you could, could you, if you could tell me, sorry for going back to the match, could you tell me some of the new categories that were introduced? Oh, goodness. There was one was the, um, um, 
Um, why did you not prepare me for this before we started videoing? Well, Come on. <laughs> I thought you would know, like, oh, Eli needs to catch up on this match. If he's hearing new categories, he's going to ask, what are some of those? <laughs> well, there, there's been a few. One was animated. Uh, that one was Ooh, interesting. I like it. One was, um, it was a pirate themed. Where Please tell me. Yes, I am down for this. Uh, it had parts of the Caribbean, some some zorro questions it, my it man was, it, I my liked man it. i liked it a lot there's my man i am i am down with some of these new categories i am going to man i just want to compete in inner geekdom now if those are some of the new categories <laughs> eli uh, we have to better. eli you need to watch mask of zorro uh yes please great <laughs> antonio banderas movie it is it really is mm -hmm. I, i'm interested to see what happens we'll see um throughout the year we'll we'll dive more into categories in later mat later weeks i want first off before we end today i want to go ahead and thank taylor robertson for really encouraging us and supporting us liking our stuff i want to thank the competitors who liked our our posts this past weekend it really encouraged us I want us to be able to continue to grow as a channel, as friends, and as a group together. The Galaxy Geeks are here to stay. I'm excited to see what we do throughout the year. Thank everyone. All right, Eli, anything you want to end on? We're going to try our hardest to get some more content on here that's not just Smodown related. We love doing the Smodown stuff, but we want to try to also diversify what our channel is about. And... Just stick with us. We're going to try to get that other content. And again, to echo Luke, thank you, Taylor Robinson. Thank you, Dan Merle, for liking our stuff. Thank you, Molly Damon. Thank you, Mark Knopic, for replying to our most recent tweet. You have no idea how much that made us feel, how great that made us feel. So thank you so much to all the competitors out there. Thank you for all the fellow Smodown fans who have also been liking our stuff. We're going to be trying our hardest to make this channel more and better. Better and more. Yeah, that's the phrase. We're going to try to do that. So that has been Into the Smodown Galaxy. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe. If you want to make sure when all get notifications on when all of these new videos are coming out, hit the little bell down there. That way you can always be notified. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at Mr. Eli Mac. If you want to follow Luke on Twitter, you can follow him at LukeST16. I'm just I'm gonna be doing your plugs, Luke, for your Twitter. Because <laughs> I have it memorized. And if you want to follow both of us at the Galaxy Geeks Twitter handle, I almost went blank there. You can follow us at Galaxy Geeks One. And don't forget, we also have this in podcast form. You can follow us on Anchor, Spotify, Pocket Cast, so many more. I'm gonna eventually Google Pod or Google Podcast. Yes, Google Podcast. I'm gonna eventually. <laughs> Find a way to get us on Apple Podcasts. I don't know why we're not on Apple Podcasts yet. Someone, for anyone out there, if you know how to get it on Apple Podcasts through Anchor, please tell me. I need to know. But that has been everything that we have that I have to say. Luke, sign us out. All right. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>